Hello everyone and welcome to Sega Saturn Shiro. This is Peter and I'm coming at you from our Shiro International Headquarters up in Canada. And I'm here alone this time uh, to do what we hope to be a fairly regular feature uh, for our Shiro casts and that is our favorite Saturn music selections. Now, not too long ago, Dave ran an episode of 20 of his favorite Saturn tunes, and the feedback that we've gotten from that has been really phenomenal. So, I really encourage you to check it out. It was the eighth episode of our second season. And actually, in listening to Dave's cast, there was a really neat bit of information that I learned uh, that I actually didn't know at all before, and that has to do with... The story of how Warp Boss uh, Kenji Eno managed to get Michael Nyman to produce the soundtrack for Enemy Zero. And it's such a neat and interesting story. I had no idea that that's how Kenji Eno managed to get Michael Nyman on board. I actually didn't even know that Michael Nyman had done any Saturn work at all. Um, Nyman happens to have scored my favorite movie of all time, and that is Gattaca. I find him to be incredibly, t incredibly talented, and it's just really neat to know that uh, he was involved in, you know, some Sega Saturn work as well. So, uh, again, if you haven't listened to Dave's music cast yet, I really encourage you to do so. There's some great tunes and some really good information there. All right, let's get started. So, the lead-in music that you heard was, of course, Nights into Dreams, and that is my very favorite Saturn game. Uh, the tune doesn't actually appear in the uh, Nights into Dreams game itself, but it does appear in Christmas Nights. Now, uh, the track does come from the Perfect album. That's what the original soundtrack is called, the Perfect album. And it's the lead track from the second disc, and it's titled simply Nights. Let's dive into my very first selection, and we're going to go and listen to Akira's theme from the original Virtua Fighter. Now, for those of us that were around for the launch of the North American Sega Saturn, you'll remember that it came with the original Virtua Fighter as a pack-in title. So for a lot of us, that was our very first experience of a Saturn game. Now, over the years, the graphics haven't exactly held up super well, but one area where the game definitely does still shine is in the soundtrack. So the soundtrack was composed by Sega's house band B-Univ, and B-Univ is short for Baby Universe, and they're perhaps best known for their iconic Daytona USA soundtrack. But just before they recorded the soundtrack for Daytona USA, they actually recorded the soundtrack for Virtua Fighter. And so, yes, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi is definitely involved in this one, and it's a really sort of good, upbeat tempo uh, to this track. So, please enjoy Akira's theme from Virtua Fighter.
And that was Akira's theme from Virtua Fighter. Now, one thing that you'll notice when you look through the Saturn's game library is there are a whole lot of, you know, long enduring franchises that got their start and had their very first entry into their franchise play out on the Sega Saturn. So I'm talking about franchises like The Need for Speed, Quake, Resident Evil, as well as Rayman. And so Rayman was a Ubisoft title that was scored by Rémi Gazelle uh, over in France. And so the track that I've selected for our next piece is simply titled, it's the 50th track of the Rayman game disc. And it plays when Rayman receives his magic seed that he must keep planting to create platforms to escape uh, an oncoming flood. Now, I personally call this track the rainy theme, but it is just the 50th track of uh, the game disc. It doesn't have an official title, at least not that I could find. Um, but it's a, it's a really neat track, and it really just sort of sets the mood for, you know, danger is coming, and Rayman's got to keep planting those seeds and creating those platforms and, you know, escape that uh, flood so that he doesn't drown. And it just, it really sets the mood really nicely. So here we go with the 50th track from the Rayman game disc. And that was from the Rayman game disc. So tracks like these, you know, they really show that even if the gameplay of a particular game, uh, you know, remained relatively traditional as compared to uh, games from the previous generation, at the very least, the music quality really shot up. Uh, and there's a there's a real difference between the fourth and the fifth generation in terms of, uh, you know, music quality. All right, so the next track that we're going to play comes from The Story of Thor 2, also known as The Legend of Oasis. Now, this is a sequel to Beyond Oasis on the Sega Genesis, and this soundtrack was composed by the legendary Yuzo Koshiro, and he can be credited with titles such as Streets of Rage, um, Shinobi, and a bunch of others. The track is called The Forest of Earth, and it's a really neat track because as you're playing in the Forest of Earth, you'll notice that the soundtrack doesn't really sync up to the actions on screen at all. You know, the this particular track starts out really soft and really quiet and subtle, and then it just rises into a crescendo. And it doesn't really matter what you're doing on the screen, whether you're just exploring or fighting enemies, that soundtrack is just going to play. And it really lends this foreign feeling to the game. It, it just lends a mystique to it. And it, it's really, really appropriate. It's very unique. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful track. So here we go from The Legend of Oasis, um, also known as The Story of Thor 2.
And that was The Forest of Earth from The Legend of Oasis. All right, so we're going to hop on over now to the United Kingdom and visit Core and listen to what is definitely one of the most iconic pieces from the entire fifth generation. And of course, I'm talking about the main theme from Tomb Raider. Now, incidentally, Tomb Raider is another franchise that got its uh, start on the Sega Saturn. And the soundtrack was composed by Nathan McCree. Uh, He also ended up doing the soundtrack for Tomb Raiders 2 and 3 before handing the reins over to the next composer in the series. Now, the entire soundtrack lasts only about 20 minutes, and that's because during the gameplay, very little actual music plays. So it's really reserved for cutscenes or, you know, significant moments when there's a plot development or Lara finds something important. Uh, That's when we hear some of this uh, really phenomenal soundtrack. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's a relatively quiet experience, which I think is very appropriate for this game. Now, McCree composed the entire soundtrack in a matter of weeks, and he did it, you know, without knowing really much of anything about the game at all. And so he knew that it was going to be about, uh, you know, an adventure that has to explore tombs. And so he really based it just on classical English music. And so what we're going to listen to now is the main theme from Tomb Raider. Again, one of the most iconic pieces from the entire generation. Um, And here it is as composed by Nathan McCree.
And that was the main theme from Tomb Raider. Now, you probably would have noticed by now that the majority of the tracks that I've selected have a really sort of dramatic or, you know, orchestral flavor to them. And that's definitely my favorite type of game music. My favorite game genre is RPGs, and they typically feature, you know, this music in spades. So there's definitely going to be more exemplars from the RPG genre coming right up. Um, now, the very best Saturn RPG to never make it out of Japan is definitely Grandia. It was produced by Game Arts right after they were done with Lunar 1 and 2, and it was scored by Noriyuki Iwadare. Now, the first of two tracks that I'm going to play from this soundtrack is called Prelude. And so this track plays at the very beginning of the game. Um, we, we are on board the airship of General Ball, and we are approaching New Parm, and Reen, one of the characters, opens the massive port windows on the airship, and that's when the camera zooms in and begins to do sort of a pan of the entire city of New Parm, and it's just a breathtaking, phenomenal, sort of sweeping, dramatic uh, moment, and it's at this time that this track, Prelude, plays. And once again, that was Prelude from the Grandia soundtrack. Now, as you play through Grandia, about a third of the way through the game, uh, Justin, Sue, and Fina, who are on a quest to find the lost civilization of Alent, uh, they make it to the wall at the edge of the known world. And so they realize that in order to keep exploring and keep searching for this lost civilization, they're going to have to scale the wall. And so they spend quite a bit of game time scaling the wall, um, you know, there's a couple save points along the way. Um, there's at least once where they break camp, go to sleep, wake up the next morning and keep adventuring. Uh, but eventually they do make it to the very top of the wall. They've scaled the wall. And there's this absolutely dramatic scene yeah, that unfolds where they're looking out and over onto, you know, the unexplored land beyond the wall. And it's just a moment of awe and it's a moment of excitement for them. And it's during this particular scene that this next track plays. It's called The Edge of the World. And it, you know, it has several themes that play throughout. So you first have uh, the theme of, you know, wonder, and then it switches to, you know, awe, and then to like a let's get it done sort of uh, uh, mood. And then to finally to, you know, to just a, a theme of accomplishment. So it really just encapsulates this game uh, all in one track. It's, it's just a phenomenal track. So here we go from the grandiose soundtrack, uh, The Edge of the World.
And that was The Edge of the World from the Grandia soundtrack. Now, I'm, I'm just clicking through my email right now, and uh, we've got some reader mail with some requests for tracks to play. So let me just, the first one here says, can you please play the entire Mr. Bones OST? Pretty please, signed P.T. Well, PT, unfortunately, we can't play the entire soundtrack from Mr. Bones because I actually just don't even have it. So uh, thanks for your mail. Appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we're just going to move right along. Um, and we're, the next track that we're going to listen to is by Richard Jacques. Now, he is a super prolific composer. He's got a lot of Saturn work under his belt. He had a hand in some music for Nights. Uh, he did some music for Shinobi. Um, he even had a hand in Daytona USA, the Championship Circuit Edition. Uh, he's the guy that did Sonic R. Uh, but the track that we're going to focus on comes from Sonic 3D Blast. Now, when Sonic Extreme didn't pan out, uh, Sega had sort of a plan B in their pocket. And so they commissioned a port of uh, the Genesis game Sonic 3D Blast. But part of that porting process uh, meant that Richard Jacques was uh, requested to produce an all-new Saturn soundtrack that would take advantage of the Saturn's superior hardware. And so he did that. Now, uh, none of the tracks really sound like traditional Sonic music per se, but they're really, really good. It's it's just a definitely a high point of that particular game. Um, and so the track I've selected is the theme of the Volcano Valley, and it's by Richard Jacques. Enjoy.
and that was the Volcano Valley from Sonic 3D Blast. Now we're going to go back to Core and to some of Nathan McCree's work. He's of course uh, most famous for his work on Tomb Raider, but he also scored the Saturn game Swagman. Um, and it really is just a phenomenal uh, piece of work, uh, this particular soundtrack. Some would even argue that that is his uh, best uh, score that he's ever produced. Um, and it, it really is thematic and it just, it's another example of, you know, a soundtrack being very effective at uh, setting the mood of a particular game. And in this case, it really just make this game stand out even more. Um, so this particular track is the boss theme and it plays at each and every boss encounter. And it just does a superlative job of uh, just enhancing the, the sort of feeling of danger and um, fear. So from the Swagman soundtrack, here is the boss theme. I absolutely love that particular track. You know, his soundtrack for that game really just stands out for me. All right, so we're going to switch to something quite a bit more creepy, and we're going to listen to a track from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Now, this game obviously needs no introduction. Uh, it was scored by Michiru Yamane, and she just did such an amazing uh, varied soundtrack for this game that it just it's, it's just a pleasure to listen to. Um, now, this particular track is from The Abandoned Pit. 
Now, this is the first new area in the game that the player uh, reaches in quite a while. Um, you know, by then the player would have done quite a bit of backtracking through various sections, but this particular area finally opens up, um, and it you know things get a lot darker and creepier, and the enemies get quite a bit harder at this point. You know, everything's underground, so there are no more windows. There's just torch lights, and it's just. You know, you could tell that, that the game is just changing a little bit at this point. And it's just a phenomenal uh, transition track, and it's uh, just a pleasure to listen to. So from the Castlevania Symphony of the Night soundtrack, here is The Abandoned Pit. And that was The Abandoned Pit from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Okay, now we started off with Akira's theme from Virtual Fighter 1. Now we're going to move on to his theme from Virtual Fighter 2. Now this particular track is called Ride the Tiger. And, you know, it's it's all Red Book audio, so it's just uh, uh, music tracks on the game disc. And uh, each one of the Virtual Fighter's... Um, themes, there's two variations of them on the Saturn game disc. So this particular one is Akira's first version, and it's just a really great high tempo uh, track. It just, it really gets, you know, your blood pumping. Uh, you, you know, in fact, I have it set as my wake-up alarm on uh, on my smartphone. Well, actually I don't, but <laughs> that would kind of be super cool. Like, I mean, I'd imagine I'd just probably jump out of bed, you know, ready to fight every morning or, I don't know, run out and rip a bus in half or something. Uh, anyways, okay, so, uh, yeah, here we go with Ride the Tiger. This is Akira's theme from Virtua Fighter 2.
and that was Ride the Tiger from Virtual Fighter 2. Just awesome. Okay, let's dive into the reader mail once again. I see I've received a message from a B. Stolar, and he says, the Saturn is not our future. Mother... Okay, calm down. Calm down, Peter. It's okay. You know what? Let's just, I'm just going to close this up. We're not going to do any more reader mail. Um, let's just jump into some Panzer Dragoon because you can't really do a Saturn music episode without something from uh, Panzer Dragoon. So, you know, Dave in his cast did a few tracks from Panzer Dragoon's Vi, um, and those were uh, chiptune uh, tracks. Um, I personally prefer the soundtrack to the very first Panzer Dragoon, and it was the only one so far that was all Red Book. Uh, it was composed by the late Yoshitaka Azuma, and the track that I've selected is the theme of the last battle. So, to set the, the stage a little bit, so Kyle has been pursuing the Dark Dragon throughout the game, and at long last, that pursuit has come to an end as they have reached the tower. And, you know, you have this feeling that you just know that stuff is about to go down. So, so in-game, this track plays during a cutscene, and it lasts only 30 seconds, but of course on the original soundtrack, uh, you get the full track, and here is a sampling of it. So once again, from Panzer Dragoon, this is the theme of The Last Battle. was the theme of the last battle from Panzer Dragoon. Okay, so we're going to skip on over now to some racing music. And, you know, when you think of racing music in Sega Saturn, of course, you're going to think of Daytona USA. But I'm actually going to have you listen to the end credits from Sega Rally. So our man, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, uh, was on board to do this particular track. And you can hear him singing some English uh, lyrics there. And it's just a really cool, exciting, sort of full studio track to play during the end credits. And it just, uh, you know, it, it is sort of that pure 1990s Sega goodness that really sort of 
shines through. The track is called My Dear Friend Rally. Was my dear friend Rally from the end credits of Sega Rally Championship. So we're going to stay in the arcades for a little bit and we're going to listen to the underground weapons storage from Virtual Cop. <clears throat> now, this is the second mission of Virtual Cop and this track is from a two disc uh, soundtrack called Virtual Cop Soundtracks. And that's plural because the arcade uh, original. Uh, music was composed by Kentaro Koyama, and the Saturn tracks were slightly remixed by Tatsuya Kozaki. And so, you know, they're the same, and yet they're slightly different. Kind of how um, it was for Virtua Fighter 2. So we're going to listen to the Saturn track, and it is from the second mission, and once again, it is called the Underground Weapons Storage. And that was the underground weapon storage from Virtua Cop. 
So we're going to return to some RPGs now and some uh, chiptune music. And specifically, we're going to listen to Shining Force 3 and my favorite theme from that entire series of games, and that is Median's theme. So this particular theme is mostly featured in Scenario 2, but it also does make an appearance in Scenarios 1 and 3. And it's just, it's appropriately so, it's just really, you know, imperial sounding. Um, it was composed by Motoi Sakuraba, and he just, you know, for, for working with the Saturn hard, uh, sound hardware, he just did a fantastic job. So this is just, you know, just one of those really great tracks that just comes on when, you know, you're in a battle, you know that uh, things aren't looking good, you need some help, and then all of a sudden Median and his army show up, and it's then that this particular uh, track plays. Uh, the title of it is... Flying Dragon of the Battlefield, and it is by Motoi Sakuraba. And that was Flying Dragon of the Battlefield by Motoi Sakuraba. And, and we're going to stick with Sakuraba for a little while because he also composed the soundtrack to Shining the Holy Ark. Now, this particular soundtrack was released in Japan in 1996, and it's simply just called Shining the Holy Ark OST. And um, the track that I've selected from it, it's, it's alternately called Search in the Void or sometimes Search Far and Wide depending on whose translation uh, you go by. And it plays during a section of the game where you are exploring the sewers underneath uh, Enrich. And so it's sort of a softer theme. It's it's quite mysterious because you don't really know what's going on in those sewers. Um, you know, you're encountering monsters and the colors are sort of dark and muted and it's just super appropriate. It's also chiptune and it's just a phenomenal track. So here we go with... Uh, Search in the Void by Motoi Sakuraba.
That was Search in the Void by Motoi Sakuraba from Shining the Holy Ark. Now, we're sort of getting close to the end of this particular uh, music track. It's been a fun little side quest to go on with all of you. Um, but I think we've, you know, we've got time to squeeze in another shooter here. And, you know, I'm going to definitely go with uh, Radiant Sil Silver Gun by Hitoshi Sakimoto. And I know that Dave picked that one as well for his. Now, my particular uh, favorite track from, from that entire soundtrack is the one that plays during the Penta boss. And, and to me, it really sums the game up uh, really well. Like, I mean, it's, it's fast, it's hectic, it's almost mad, and, and yet it somehow comes off as brilliant. And so here we go uh, from the Radiant Silver Gun soundtrack by Hitoshi Sakimoto. This is the theme of the Pentaboss. And that was the Penta Boss theme from Radiant Silvergun. So that about wraps things up for my music cast. I hope you've all enjoyed my music selections. Uh, please make sure that you leave some comments and maybe some requests for some of the future music uh, casts that we're going to do. And I'm, I think I'm going to end, you know, on this note. So a few months ago, earlier this year, I picked up my copy of the Panzer Dragoon Saga 20th Anniversary Resurrection album. And as I listened to this album, I was flooded with memories. And they were memories of a time where Sega was, you know, out there doing their own thing, you know, boldly creating their games, you know, in a different flavor, in a different vein, in a different direction, you know, than the direction that Sony and Nintendo were taking gamers at the time. And it really just felt like a big giant tribute to a type of gaming that was slowly uh, vanishing. And I wish that there was some way for me to magically go back to that time in gaming. But there is hope, dear listeners. Deep in the Shiro Labs, we are working on trying to stick a 32X 
into the cartridge slot of a Sega Saturn. And if we are successful, that should create a ripple in the space-time continuum itself. And we should be able to... Okay, you know, let me just be a little bit cautious here because... In fairness, we don't yet know what power that will unleash. So, we've started this music cast with the very first North American Saturn game, and that was Virtua Fighter. So let's end with one of the last. I will leave you from the 20th anniversary Panzer Dragoon Saga soundtrack with Mark the Precious Wings. I thank you for listening, and I remind you, you must play Sega Saturn. (laughs) 